Happy New Year, everybody in the Gimmick Minute universe. We are flying into this new year like Joaquin Wild. So let's get this show started with uh, uh, the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. So welcome, everybody. My name is Jason. I'm joined this week by Kevin and Riley. You can join us in the conversation. Yeah, you can join us on this conversation, too, by finding us on X at Live Your Gimmick. That's the at symbol followed by L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K. And then uh, you can just let us know how you like the show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and any other place that you find your podcast. And you know, let us know what you think. Even post the episode on YouTube every now and again. So you can you can find us there. Leave your comments. Let us know how you like the show. So without further ado, it's a new year. So we're going to, you know, basically, I, I think there's like just kind of three or four main things that I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, you know, first of all, I, I do want to kind of address the the Chris Jericho situation. I, I know it's not really like in-ring wrestling related, but I kind of feel like there, I just have an opinion that I need to to get out there. Then after that, we're going to talk about the uh, former WWE champion that returned on Monday Night Raw. And of course, we're going to talk a little bit. <laughs> a, we're going to talk a little bit about AEW and uh, the the reveal of the devil, and uh, maybe just kind of give some opinions on stuff that happened during the World's End pay per view. Um, sound good to you guys? Yeah, I, I'm glad you didn't say we're going to talk about Wrestle Kingdom 18. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest. Actually, with you, I, I I forgot Wrestle Kingdom was even on at this point. No, I'm just saying because I didn't want our episode to go for like three hours because so much happened. No, yeah, um, but something much. did big happen at Wrestle Kingdom 18. I'm sure you maybe saw it. And uh, Mr. Nick Nemeth made his yeah, little, debut, little involvement and stuff. So um, yeah, had a good little angle. I mean, we can talk about it real quick. Had a good little angle with Dave Finley. Dave Finley, you know, beat Will Ospreay, beat John Moxley for the. Can I just also say, like, when it comes to championships, why do companies, if you have a world title, a world heavyweight championship, why have a global championship? <laughs> Isn't it the oh, same thing? Anyway. It's the same thing. Yeah. Um, no, he, they did a little post-match angle, and then, like, Nick Nemeth, like, attacked them afterwards and actually cut, like, a nice little promo after. So, um, you know, good for him. I mean. It was, it was decent. Yeah. Riley, you do, you do you do know who Nick Nemeth is, right? Nope. Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> same guy. <laughs> Not sure how I would know that, but all right, I do. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's he's from Cleveland, so I, I mean, know he, he went to Kent State. So he did go to Kent State. He holds yes. the record for most wins at Kent State wrestling, which is pretty impressive. Ironically, he was at Kent State the same time your sister and I were at Kent State. So, and Kevin's wife was at Kent State all at the same time. Crazy. Us, Nick Nemeth, and Josh Cribbs all hanging out in Kent State. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Just not together. Just not together, yeah, just you not, know. Because <laughs> I didn't know Katie at the time. I did know Morgan because that's how I met her. But Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, too, um, who's the uh, guy that made the hastily Cleveland videos? Uh, Mike Polk. Yeah, he, he, he also went to Kent State at the same time. Morgan actually had All Morgan right. actually had two classes with him. I actually knew him, right. so which is kind yeah. of funny. So um, I don't know how we got on that no. topic, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all because Riley didn't know who Nick Nemeth was. <laughs> it's your fault, Riley. Oh, <laughs> I could have just said Dolph Ziggler. You know, no. could have just saved us a whole lot of trouble. He could have. But he can't go by that name in Dusha Japan, yeah. so it's it's like calling Edge Adam Copeland. It's like it's awkward. Right, does have a point. I'm pretty sure we we could say it. Like, I'm yeah, sure. I, who's going to yeah. sue us? <laughs> he does other things other than uh, under that name, though. I mean, yeah. he does stand up comedy with that name. Like he's yeah. he's gone by that name. So. so going back to it, it is Riley's fault for not knowing. Anyway. <laughs> Well, yeah, Riley's also not on social media. Yeah, so. That's true. And and, and since Who he's not on talk social about media, this anyway, let's move on. Come on. Since he's not on social media, he also probably wouldn't know too much about this situation. But I just want to kind of address it real quick. So over the weekend leading up to World's End, um, there was a situation that came out regarding Chris Jericho, and it, it really just kind of stemmed from like basically. 
a lot of people were accusing him of some sort of sexual misconduct with a female wrestler named uh, Kylie Ray. And how this all stemmed, and this is what drives me crazy and why, like, why wrestling internet or the internet wrestling community sometimes can be like an extremely toxic place. <laughs> so this all started with a guy named Nick Hausman. Have you heard of Nick Hausman before, Kevin? Yes. Okay. So he, he like fancies himself a wrestling journalist, but he, he has a, a podcast called the rumor and innuendo podcast. And during that podcast, he said something along the lines of, well, you know, there's been like it, there's been issues with Chris Jericho backstage in the past. Not really saying like that's really all he said. He didn't say anything specific. He didn't say with women. He didn't say with men. He just said there's been issues with Chris Jericho. You know, there's backstage issues with Chris Jericho. They're well documented. And that's all that he said. And then that led to a Twitter account, which I think is like ISO wrestling or something like that. I don't really want to like spend a whole lot of time like giving these people clout, but they basically clipped a tweet from four years ago during the Me Too movement where somebody had said that, um, I wonder when it'll be people will feel safe enough to talk about Chris Jericho. Now, there was no, nobody ever made a claim about Chris Jericho. There was never any type of like sexual misconduct claims, anything like that. Nobody has ever actually accused him of anything. But because Kylie Ray, heart emojied that tweet it then spawned this huge like speculation and scenarios and people were like well this is what i heard this is what i heard this is what happened this is what happened this is why she left AEW because he invited her to his locker room and said that there were going to be other wrestlers there and when when nobody and when she showed up, there's nobody there but her, and he hit on her, and she felt uncomfortable, so she quit. Like that's that's what the the rumor that circulator was around, and then then there was other rumors that that kind of came out too. But again, none of it was based on fact. It was all taken from that one tweet with the heart emoji, based off of what Nick Hausman had said, and then everybody else just kind of spun it from there and created an entire narrative that didn't exist, which then led to people calling for AEW to investigate it and for Chris Jericho to be fired from AEW. Like, just very loudly advocating for it. And it just, to me, it's just ridiculous how everything could get spun out of control like that and how people just don't stop to do a little bit of research to find out that none of this was even true to, to, to our knowledge. Maybe it was, but we don't know. Nobody has said that. Chris Jericho has never been accused of any type of sexual misconduct by any woman in professional wrestling, to my knowledge, that I've been able to find. And that just takes a quick little Twitter search, Google search, whatever. But here we are, again, in a situation where these wrestling journalists just take something, say something irresponsibly. And, and the person who put out that tweet four years ago even said that they had nothing to back it up and they regretted saying it because it was just speculation speculation and it was irresponsible for them to say it so th that being said it just in 2024 can we do better can we please do better can we just please as a community maybe try to build up rather than tear down can we not you know fly off the deep end i know that's i know that's not going to happen but i just i don't know man it just makes me sick the way that people you know take these things and like turn them into something when there's when there's nothing there and you know it just it damages people's reputations because there's gonna be a lot of people that just saw those tweets and those headlines and come away with it you know maybe not even wrestling fans but come away with it thinking oh chris jericho is a sexual predator or something like that you know what i mean and it's like i don't particularly care for chris jericho so i hate being the one to defend him in this situation but it's like at some point, you got to draw a line, right? You can't just make things up about people and then call for them to be fired for it. And you guys don't have to comment on that if you don't want to. I just wanted to put that out there and, and make my opinion known, especially since our a former co-host on the show tried to call me out and say that I was being a, uh, you know, a victim, you know. But there's no victim. There was no victim. That's the problem. Like, I'm not, I, I'm not dismissing a victim because there was no victim. Nobody has made an accusation nobody's claimed to be a victim of his like that was all made up 
and that's it, that's basically what you're saying is that it's on. not a it's not a like um for example dark side of the ring when they talked about flair and the stewardess right and tommy dreamer like right and them pretty much defending rick flair like well i like rick flair and it's you know when clearly what he did wasn't right. wrong and it's well documented and well known and all that and everything um i guess my only thing on this is like who's to say maybe it did happen maybe it didn't but we don't i mean if it was like legit came out and like multiple people and like oh i was there and you know i mean or whatever like it was like pretty standard like okay yeah chris jericho this is kind of fucked up and more and more might start coming out you know what i mean like then we could say okay whatever but yes in the end of the day and i'm not saying maybe, maybe something did happen we're not like defending anything we're not on either side it's just it's just yeah but i mean you can't you can't say you can't say it right. did and call for him to be fired when you don't know. And 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 if and if the if, if and if a woman does come out and say, "Hey, Chris Jericho made me feel uncomfortable. Chris Jericho did this. Chris Jericho did that." Then yeah, you know what? There should be an investigation yes. into that, and he should be held accountable for that. I mean, he's he's a married man, but at the and and that's the other point I made too. Like everybody's, oh, he's married. He shouldn't be trying to hit on other women. I'm like, dude, married men hit on other women all the time. That's not, you know what I mean? And he and his wife have been together since like they were in high school. So maybe they have an open marriage. We don't know. That's not our business. Like who it's the fuck? Well you know what I mean? Like we, he was we don't Kelly. know anybody's. Personal so business. he was one. He was one of the many <laughs> that she was with or whatever. Like, and that's multiple people that like. So, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I mean, it, but, yeah, it, but again, that's that's personal lives. That's a his personal wife business. His wife so another, uh, it's story you know, anyway. It's that. Oh, she's a yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, she was at. Wasn't she at the insurrection? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I, again, like I, I don't. I hate to defend the guy because honestly, like I have my own issues with Chris Jericho. Like you know. It's, Looking at his AEW career specifically, you look at the factions he's been a part of. What has he done for anybody in those factions? Like factions are supposed to like elevate talent and like bring them up. I and liked I liked Chris Jericho at the beginning I, of AEW. I, I, I in the <laughs> beginning of Inner Circle and like when he was first. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but I think I I think that's the problem is that he got too involved with nothing but factions and stuff. If they would just kept him as like, you know the reinventing of the like the whether it's the pain maker and all this you know what i mean like different stuff like that i liked but like the yeah all of a sudden the you know it's, it's like almost like he had a new nickname every week and a new faction every week like it got it got to be a little too much so and i give him his due yeah. like i mean let's it, face it, 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 like, it we've talked it, about it, it here on the show yeah. like and i've even said like i he I mean, he's one of the greatest of all time. If you really think about it, like if you go mm -hmm. back and you look at like some of the shit he's done in his career, like from where he started and where he was, it just kind of like just like just another like middle of the road type person. But like he's one of those guys that has done nothing but reinvent himself, and like he's won some big matches and been some big matches and big things. So um, he, he's definitely an overachiever. I'll say that. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I take nothing away from the guy. I mean, he, he's had a great career, but at the same time, like it just—I don't know, man. It just kind of irks me the way. And, oh yeah, and that doesn't mean I don't make it. Don't make things like that means like it's okay for him to as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it, it's it's not, and 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 but at the same time though. There's no evidence. There's no proof. There's no. There's no accusations. There's no speculations. There's no victims. So why are we demanding somebody's job over something that allegedly didn't you, like that? It wasn't even alleged. It just. It, it was just made up because like people, people just made up a narrative and other people suffer. ran with it. Like it just blows my mind. I mean, and Chris Jericho is lucky for that that return of that former WWE champion that we'll get to in a little bit, but because uh, that, that took a lot of the news away, like people pretty right. much just stopped talking about it after that happened. Yes, because of, of one one, one well delivered Maha. line. <laughs> That's who I was talking about. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Um, so uh, world's end. World's end. Like I, I, I've 
went back and watched bits and pieces. I did watch the entire main event. Um, I, I, so I did get to see that. Uh, you know, the, the only <laughs> the only real notable thing, and if you guys want to bring up anything else from the show, I'll give you the opportunity to. But man, like, it's almost like some of these guys go to AEW and, like, they forget, like, safety first, I guess. Like, Edge should know better than to throw Nick Wayne on his fucking neck. Like, did you guys see that clip yeah, of, he, of the flaming table spot in the match with Adam Copeland and way overshot him? I mean, he landed, he he bumped the table with his back and landed like straight on yeah. his neck on the floor. Like that was just a nasty spot. Like that, like you can't make that mistake. Now the the whole <laughs> the whole shit about the table, like how long it took them to light it and stuff like that. That's that's one story. But yeah, man, like just like little things like that. Just, Oh man, come on! The kid's only eighteen. Like you know, you've had neck injuries. Like you got got to protect them a little bit more than that. That's that's just you know. I'm not a. I, I've never done it before, so I guess I can't criticize. But damn, like that looked nasty. And I I was really confused on how Christian still ended up being the TNT champion, but apparently because Luchasaurus won the twenty man battle royal earlier in the oh, whoa, night. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, What's it was up? not Luke. It was not oh, Luke. Sorry. Storage. Kill switch. Thank you, it Riley. Kill switch. Kill switch. Won <laughs> the Royal Rumble. Or the very Royal confusing. Rumble. I understand. The battle royal. The battle royal earlier in the night. I guess that contract is. I guess all the contracts now know. are like money in the bank. You can just cash them in whenever. I didn't. I didn't realize that was a thing. <laughs> but I he gave like, it to I feel Christian. Like Tony, I, Christian I feel like at this point, let's just sum up AEW like, at this point. Pretty... I feel like Tony Khan has turned AEW into the New Japan of the the West because New Japan is very much like this. Tons of championships, tons of different like you know what I mean, like tournaments and things to win for opportunities. You know what I mean, and and not even this this nuts. You know what I mean, like so like. I feel like it's almost like yeah. he's just such a New yeah. Japan fan boy that he's just turning AEW into that. And nobody that, unless yeah. they follow New Japan like crazy, understands any of that. It's just, you know what I mean? It's, 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 yes, it's, it's confusing. Yeah, it really is. So outside of the main event, which we're about to talk about, was there anything mm. else on that show that stood out to you guys that you wanted to mention I'm at all? I'm trying to think. Riley, I didn't any watch obscure? it. You didn't, didn't see any it. of it? Yeah. I don't okay. know how to watch I just, it. So I, what I do oh, I can send you a link. with stuff like that, <laughs> I if I don't watch that. a link or anything, I just I go to ProWrestling.net, plug for them. But usually J- Jason Powell, yeah, Jason, Jason uh, Powell I, is I one read of the writers for that, that website. Happened. And he always gets everything. So he does like up, he like types updates of what's going on with all these events or whatever. And then he gives his like oh, okay. point of views and stuff of the matches during the matches or whatever. So that's kind of how I keep track of stuff that I can't watch. Um, yeah, I'm trying. <sighs> well, it, it doesn't help anyway because I'm reading it and I'm like, kill switch. <laughs> Who, who's kill switch? He, he won that, and then it doesn't tell you until you get to the uh, TNT Championship match that, yeah. oh, Killswitch is, yeah. was Luchasaurus. Oh. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Did that just happen? Well, yeah, it, it was uh, it was on Dynamite maybe like three weeks ago. Christian came out and cut a promo, and he like renamed the people in his faction, and he he gave like – he gave Nick Wayne some some weird name like to go in front of his name, but then he he said that Luchasaurus will now be yeah. known as Kill Switch, and that's that's what he refers to him as. So, yeah. Anyway, so the main event, Samoa Joe versus MJF, was 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 a fun match, and as as predicted, we we all kind of thought Joe would end up getting the win, and he did. And then also as predicted. We had the reveal of the. Oh devil. yeah, and I'll be honest. I like the way they did this. I thought it was very creative how they how they set the whole thing up with M- They had MJF um, pinned down. They had Adam Cole, his you know his arms pinned behind his back, and you know um, 
one of the henchmen was going to hit him with the chair and then the lights went out. Now the lights going out is way overdone too. That should only be for certain people, but I digress. I won't, you know, but the lights go out and when they come back on, Adam Cole is sitting in the chair with the henchmen around him. There we go. The reveal is. So here's what I'm thinking. Now I question the legitimacy of Adam Cole's leg injury. So my guess is, this was all supposed to come to a head maybe last month at the last pay per view, but because Adam Probably. Cole got injured, they had but to it also been and re-switch to everything too. around you know I mean? and come up with a new way. And flu. for that, I give it did, and and that's what I'm saying. For that, I give them credit mm-hmm. because they did they did a good job of of repivoting the story. Like you know when I when you think about how this all went down, and then the promo that happened on Dynamite really good storytelling all the way around and even the little wrinkle of jay white coming out and being like wait a minute so, and then um, you know he it, so them coming out the, getting stopped that, out like, and then the acclaim so the coming out too like that was really well done him say warlow's gonna win the world championship and then warlow's gonna give it to him when he's done okay thank you okay thank you that, that's where yeah, I was that's, like, that's very, that's very Christian right and like, kill So switch. what is it? Like, yeah. <laughs> but then like, Warlow kind of gave a look or whatever. Yeah. Like, so yeah. that kind of, so people were like criticizing yeah, that, that and stuff, but like, yeah. it was almost like, it's kind of intriguing look. too. Cause it's like, yeah. Warlow. This is, no. To me, he doesn't, he doesn't fit for Laura. Like, no, he's kind of the odd so it's man like, out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's no way any of this is going to happen. He's going to win, and then he's going to turn. I, I, but I think mm-hmm. though this is going to be good for Wardlow because it's it's going to be another way to build him up because he is that odd man out. They're going to rely on him to kind of be that muscle, and then yeah. maybe he does win that championship, and it'll be like kind of like a almost like a Triple H Batista situation where you know, or like a Randy Orton you know, the evolution situation where, yeah. you know, they're like, okay, now you can hand it over. And he's like, no, <laughs> hell no. And then kind of mm-hmm. catapults him into his own yeah, thing. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Like that, honestly, if it's done well, this could be really be good for him. I'm back and forth. I'm like, well, aren't they kind of doing this? But like, okay, but let's <clears throat> see. <me. laughs> yeah. The look that the look that he gave separated it, though, because he's he's not – subservient so, so the to thing them the way that do you kill switch is to christian mjf has signed a long-term deal like they say they think he has or do you think that like what obviously he's okay obviously he's taking time off anyway because he's Dude. like he is legit hurt and the big thing is that we you know we talked about before he's got this torn labrum yeah they're he's trying i from what i read or whatever like legit He's trying to maybe just rehab it because if he needs like major surgery, yeah. Depending, depending on how depending on how torn, like if it's a partial I think that's tear, what he's to, like if it's just to, his like, labrum, trying to it's a partial tear. He can do, rehab so that and go like back crazy. together so on like, his own. He has to have like. <clears throat> but uh, well. But even then, a labrum tear, like, because I had a labrum tear, tear, it's not really that serious. Well, like, they, yeah. they fixed it with the scope. Worried like, about it's, like, they don't know they how just bad kinda, it is. Like, patched like, it, together it could be scope. worse it's not... than maybe they think. So, like, I think that's what they're waiting to see. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. I don't know, man. I feel like, I, I got to feel like, like unless, he, yeah. unless he just didn't get an MRI, but if he's had an MRI, but the point, th- but the point thing is, I feel like they can find like that information if he's out pretty easily. All this and that. So apparently, like, the his theme music is like a public domain or whatever. Or it's a public thing. It's like, so, like, AEW doesn't own the rights to it. So that's real interesting. They said to kind of think of too so like yeah. whether he goes anywhere or whatever like he can keep yeah. that like the same theme music that's like for him so um yeah I don't know like <laughs> yeah so Riley I don't, I don't know how you felt but during that promo that Adam Cole cut which I thought was really good too and I like the the Undisputed Kingdom the new music all that stuff I thought that was cool 
I thought Adam Cole did an amazing job of cutting that promo. And he kind of left it open-ended, like, okay, yeah. if Max comes back, the story is here, but if he doesn't, this is what we're planning on doing. My my thing is, all the equity and all the time that they put into this, and that they put into it getting one over on MJF, if he does oh, not man. return to AEW, that is bad for AEW. Because him coming back to avenge this is going to be such a huge story if told right that if they don't tell it that's that leaves that unopened that you know that just leaves that that chapter not closed and that's that to me is like that that to me is not good for business not good for their business but you know, I I don't know, man. I I, I just think that it, that would be oh, just because of his man, they're, they're sitting on the they're sitting on money yes. if if they if you they complete him? that story and yeah, dude, yeah. I know, and, you know, and and I can see him maybe signing like a, another maybe another two year deal to stay with AEW for a little while longer, and then really testing going to WWE after that building his stock up a little bit more, but man, I, I don't know that, you know, if, if he really is a free agent and they come with a, a hell of an offer, oh, yeah. you know, his, his, if they give him any type of creative freedom, I think he's, and the I thing think is like, they lose somebody like him on like, that platform. Especially, I'll tell you, I'll so tell much you what, like, than what he's doing. Place, in like, like, right TN, now. like what's impacts going back to TNA now and everything. Hey, what I can see TNA, like, you know, they're not doing anything crazy. They got their little show. Yeah, They're, but they got premium live events now. You know what I mean? Like that's where everybody was speculating, like, "Oh my God, is WWE buying TNA because of the premium live events mm-hmm. or everything?" But like, but the thing is, like, they're always open to working relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it would be smart of them to maybe, you know what I mean? Like, there's rumors now that Naomi is going back to WWE, even though she's the Impact or well TNA Women's Champion. So. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, you lose somebody like MJF because TNA's got. The, I mean, that's the thing. Like, TNA's got talent too. You know what I mean? And and they're not they're not like over the top with some stuff. So, yeah, I don't oh, know. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I mean, they're 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 potentially losing MJF. They're potentially losing their TV deal. And that's the other thing too. I mean, you know, MJF is smart if he's to wait and see because if WWE takes over the the the, the their TV deal with TBS and TNT, where's AEW's TV home going to be? So if they don't have a TV right. home, if I'm MJF, yeah, I don't I'm care thinking, what well, time What's the like, point of going know, back there? He's we don't have a got if money we're not on television. Like, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, There's going to be a point where you gotta have. You got some kind of return on some investment. You know what I mean? Like, especially if it starts like getting bad. Oh, he 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 claims AEW. I mean, super he might be. He might be. He's I mean, making was, money hand over fist from AEW. So I mean, that's 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 what he claims. Right. Maybe. Right. I don't know, who knows? But it's not public company, so there's no way to prove it no. one way or the other. So unless he were to actually release his financial statements, which, you know, he's not going to do, you know, it's, but uh, Tony, Tony Khan to me is mm. like starting to sound like way too much like Donald Trump. Like, did you hear any of that post game presser or post, post, well, post Tony show Storm, presser? Tony Storm put that on. Him. So he, he, he gets on this press conference and he's wearing this stupid wig with. Okay. All right. So he, anyway, but he's he's being asked about the Chris Jericho allegations, and he goes and start, he, he basically says, "Well, you know, we're not going to investigate a rumor." What he and he should have just left it at that. If he had left it at that perfect answer, like it's a rumor, I'm not even going to address it. Like it's not even based in fact. Like that's it, end of story. But he then went on to talk about how their discipline policy mm-hmm. is the best discipline policy ever. He'll put it up against anybody else's d- discipline policy. Like it's like, just like, 
Like, oh, we have the best ever in this, and we'll put it up against anybody else's because ours is the best. What's well, like somebody like said zero... like, when they asked him that question, they talked to taken that wig and any sunglasses of it, whatever. Off. Like, it's just... Yeah, that's true. He should have not addressed the question wearing the wig and sunglasses. Well, you know, his discipline policy is so good that they fired CM Punk and let him go back to WWE. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then I they suspended the Jungle Boy, and he's just <laughs> been nowhere to be found since since that moment happened. So. <clears throat> right. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, I mean, like, and, and like I said, it, it did spawn into some good storytelling too, because you had, you know, you you had Bullet Club Gold come out to get revenge for you know the the devils beating him up, and then you also had, um, you also had the acclaim come out for the save, but then there was some tension between those groups. So all all of that great storytelling, everything else that's going on on the show, oh, not we, so we much. Had but the, that whole thing, Mariah like May even Samoa uh, Joe being the champion, her debut good storytelling. Good, I, and then I, who's that? I, uh, I'm invested in, in that. Her name now, I guess she's some big. Yeah, yeah. So. Diana Diana Perazzo. Yeah, she she was she was in NXT for a minute, then she she made a a pretty big name for herself right. in Impact. Okay. Like she kind of filled in for Tessa like she basically kind of took that spot that Tessa Blanchard had. So how so and, how about and all made these it her own speculation that Mercedes really kind of build that, that CNA women's division or impact women's division? But I is she though? Because then there's also the rumor and speculation that she might be going back to WWE and she's even put it like her, her like tweets would almost suggest more WWE than they would AEW. True. But at the same time though, say, like say you would have thought know, that like, that would have been I, I her spot coming out. That again, every speculation I'm not like saying one way or another, but like, yeah, well, and, and it, but, but Peacock updated Sasha Banks' profile today. So there's there's a lot of things that there's a lot of things, there's a lot of crossover between what happened right before yeah. CM Punk resigned with WWE and what's going on with, with Mercedes slash Sasha Banks right now. Like the the updated profile on Peacock, the um, you know, the 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 wrestling pundit saying, "Oh, the talks are dead. They're not happening. She's not going back to WWE." <laughs> like all, all these things are kind of lining up the same way. So, man, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd be, and, and again, like the way their women's division is being treated right now. Then you stack on top of that the fact that they might be losing their TV deal with TNT. That's if you're I Sasha mean, Banks, is that or Mercedes Monet? Is that appealing to you? To go there? No, unless they say, hey, no matter what happens, you got two years guaranteed this much money. (laughs) (laughs) Riley, no. (laughs) No. Yeah, I mean, they could probably afford to pay her a little bit. Tony Khan could probably afford to pay her a little bit more, I guess, if he's reaching out of his own pocket. But, I mean... Is that how he's making AEW profitable? He's paying all these wrestlers out of his pocket instead of out of AEW funds, so they're not coming Who off knows? of the, his the books of AEW. Is that is, <laughs> is that his trick? <laughs> and it, well, the soccer club uh, makes more than well, the Jacksonville Jaguars yeah, are running anything. the bill for <laughs> AEW wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, what what were you say, Riley? This Sasha Banks, like now I want her to come back to SmackDown. You know, damage control turns on Bailey, and who comes out to save her? There you go. That's a, that's a perfect there story, writes itself. It's part. It's, I mean, it's yeah. I I don't know, man. And honestly, though, like the thing is, she. I think she feels like whatever organization is going to sign her needs sure. her more than she needs it, but. That may be true with AEW, but that's not true with WWE. Not even close. No. I mean, her opinion of herself is very elevated. Now, again, that's 
the internet rumor and speculation, maybe she does not have that high of an opinion of herself, but you know, the whole thing, oh, she's asking for way too much money or she's demanding, you know, certain segment time and stuff like that. Like, is if that's true, right. like that's for somebody that doesn't currently have a job, like you really don't have much of a negotiation point there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe they see her in a different way than, than what I do, but no. All right. Anything else about Dynamite or World's End you guys want to touch on before we move on? No. All right. Oh, man, real, poor Keith Lee. Sorry, like, he, he couldn't wrestle the match against in. Swerve, and uh, I guess he's still having ran, some health issues and stuff night, like that. So he Hangman and Swerve 3. That's all right. Which is awesome. So that I'm all for. I, I, I will say this real quick. I like the little dance off mm-hmm. between we did. Uh, yeah. Nana and the yeah. I I thought it was kind of funny. So it's entertaining. You know what I mean? Like Danny no, Garcia but it and, is. Like, yeah. As much yeah. as you might not, not like, I'm glad it didn't either last of it too or long. whatever. But like, it is <laughs> yeah. like entertaining. So, oh, uh, yes. Last night's Dynamite was an entertaining show start to finish. I thought they did a really good job with that show. I mean, there was a couple points in there, but they were more invested in story. They were invested. They did throw in some entertainment. They opened it with a promo, which is almost very rarely the case with, with AEW shows. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. Like, I, th- I, thought they, I thought they did a good job, and yep. that show was. And that, that moment was kind of funny. But it fucking ended. 10 minutes before my DVR cut off and no, and direct TV stream does not have a way to extend the recording. So I had to record modern family after, but well, I had not, to record series. Not, so now I get 45 bad, episodes of modern family in my DVR which, which every episode, day. I have to delete just so I could see the last five minutes of dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. Oh, the Valentine's Day I don't, I don't remember because it, I think it was an episode where, uh, where Luke went on a date uh, with his, his uncles were sitting next to him. <laughs> you keep talking about Luke's hair. <laughs> about, yeah, it's a Valentine's Day. One of the Valentine's Day episodes are all always great. Young guy like you, but... great hair. That's going to be our spin-off of Modern, oh, modern Family anyway. Podcast. Alright. <laughs> so, that being said... Modern Family Pod. Uh, all right. So that being said, Monday Night Raw, day one, kicked off with a banger. Like, I've never seen Nia Jax look so good in a match. Her and Becky Lynch lit that fucking place on fire. Pardon my oh, word, but wow, probably that was I've never matches. seen Nia Jax look that good in a match. I don't Maybe know. Maybe outside. I mean, she has to deal with Alexa Bliss. But, but, it, in a while, like say maybe, yeah, yeah definitely was a hell of a way to start the show. Yeah, she did, but that not not that good though. <laughs> what do you think, Ryan? Um, yeah, it was all right. I didn't pay too close attention to it because okay, <laughs> uh, it's it kind of you know. Shocker, shocker, Becky Lynch. I think you're going to say shocker, shocker, Becky Lynch got busted. Yeah, Matt Matt Jackson's going to win just to keep it going oh, on a little bit longer. Mike would say that. <laughs> yes. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that was done intentionally for story. I don't think that was. Yeah. Uh, it was just weird seeing blood and, and on WWE TV yeah. and on a female. But she was so legit. Was, but she was, was legit. But. Um, let's see. But it was light blood. Yeah. 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 Tasteful, if you will. Yeah. The, uh, the Nakamura Cody thing was cool. Mm -hmm. Dude, I love the, not like the, the, involving, like starting to incorporate that comic book into Nakamura's promos. That's, that's, that just puts another level on it. Really cool. I hope Giovanni Vinci is doing okay. He got kicked in the face by Kofi Kingston and legit got knocked out. They had to stop the match. So 
Yeah, oh, I, kinda think, sucks I think they were, were going to you know, get to see even see Jey Uso tag into the match, but it is what it is sometimes. He unfortunately. Getting him out. Yeah. Just... And I thought oh, Ivy yeah, Nile held, held her own against Rhea Ripley was, too, and and oh, the women's championship like, match. Honestly, I mean, Ivy Nile kind of had a coming a out party in that Rhea match. Ripley she, because she showed she yeah. belonged. She she just is one of those typical great heel champions that makes her opponents look great. When she, you know, what I mean, when when you know she's dominant, but she makes the opponents look great, and then still comes out on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I Queen, had this too. Dumb, dumb thought. Like, she's going to win it. Ivy Nile's <laughs> going to win the belt. I don't I don't know why you thought it, but I had that thought. Well, you I know what, thinking, right? Like, that means they're doing their job, I, though. If they made I you believe. I keep thinking then... that she's going to lose it. So when they do Elimination Chamber in Australia... That she can win it in her hometown, but now she's going to lose it in her hometown. Uh, my, not necessarily. I mean, she could hold it all the way to they, WrestleMania. They always make you. Lose I can't. It in I can't hometown. see. Yeah, I can uh, that's see more of a Vince really thing. Losing. That's you always <laughs> lose a while <laughs> unless there's that's some more of a Vince real thing. big. Now something, but even then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could, I, I could see a big build up to WrestleMania if they're really trying to like push somebody and getting, getting the win over Rhea there. But I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening in Australia because I don't think there's anybody now unless she's defending it in the Elimination mm-hmm. Chamber. But you know, if you're if you're trying to make her look like the dominant champion she is, having her come out on top of the Elimination Chamber, you know, Mommy's always on top and she yeah. comes out Elimination Chamber with the championship, like that would be huge, but. Who knows what those matches are even going to be? I mean, right, true. So I and you know there might be one match that's going to main event that show, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, and then Seth and Drew, another another great match between those guys. Man, people are mad that Drew McIntyre is not winning the championship. Like so oh many goodness. people are. I'm upset one of about them. It. <laughs> I am one of them. Oh, I'm so mad. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it's just funny to me though because people are like, oh, he's gonna quit because he didn't because win the here's championship. The thing. Like, At the end of the day, I doubt he cares that much. Like, my true speculation is that I think eventually, like, Punk's gonna win that world title, and how how heelish and great is it gonna be when Drew McIntyre beats CM Punk for the world title? You ma- like you imagine you imagine if something like that happened and like how they could get. Some stuff, some kind of, you know what I mean? If you yeah. really want to put somebody yeah. over, like, yeah. as, yeah. like, Priest, too, yeah. That was my other thought, yeah. That'd be good heat, though, for Priest, though, too. Like, if Punk were to win it and then Priest oh, catches, that's catches the name of the game. And, and takes it from him. Like, that, Seth, that whole cash in, like, why was he trying to cash in during the match? That, that, like, like, <laughs> I don't know, it's just. Oh, well, Priest! Just, is it was just weird how they. He's not right. Yeah, he's not he an architect. He's more spot like a, than what what, uh, uh, what Priest you know, teacher. I guess it. he's not. He's not the architect. <laughs> uh, sorry, ge- geometry, <laughs> Tr- trigonomics. The 1930s called. They want your reference back. <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, the main story coming out of, on Monday Night Raw was that there was a, a, a re, there was a tease of a return of a former WWE champion, and there was wild speculation from everybody <laughs> to Batista to you know, Sasha Banks, Bob Backlund. I, I think you're the only one who said Bob Backlund, but we'll go with it. Uh, there was <laughs> there was. Um, you know, you know, Sasha, there was, you know, Andrade because he was an NXT champion and, you know, supposedly he's done with, with AEW, you know, wild yes. speculation of, of yes. anybody that could be shown, shown up. Dude. I think everybody Amazing. was so pleasantly surprised oh, yeah. 
that the modern day Maharaja Jinder Mahal came out. That, yeah, dude, did you was, see the crowd? That, that's your the look uh, on the typical, faces of that live crowd yeah, yeah. was just like, oh, and the crowd goes mild. <laughs> that that is genius. That is genius to do that. That being said, <laughs> I hated the interaction that happened later. I hated that. Well, go ahead. You hated it. Okay. So I don't want to spoil anything yet. Oh, right. Yeah. For anybody who hasn't, hasn't the, the 3 million, the 3 million plus people that haven't watched it on YouTube yet. So, you know, the, the whole, the whole promo that he cut was, was, it was good. It was fun. Like it, it was what it was, so, you know, but dude, I honestly did not oh, expect yeah. the rock. Samantha, Samantha Irvin. Too. Not, like that video. Michael Cole didn't expect the rock. Did you hear him yell when he came out? So the only the only thing that video Samantha Urban, I thought she was, was going to throw the microphone into the crowd. Like she popped up out of her chair. And was like, oh. He was at the Rose Bowl and he was on game day. And I saw I saw I, I saw him on game day. I watched the interview with him and his ex wife. They were talking about the UFL and all this and that. And then somebody posted a, a photo and yeah, Nick Khan was, was there. Like it was, it was him like talking off camera to Lee Corso, and there was Nick Nick Con right there, and they're like, "Well, Raw's in San Diego tonight. It's only a few hours away from Pasadena." Like so, like that to yeah. me, like I knew somebody was coming out. I'm like, I bet it's The Rock, because I didn't. I was like, who else could it? Like I was thinking maybe it could be Stone Cold. Like I was thinking. The funny thing is when Jinder Mahal's music hits, because you know how it's got that like the very beginning of it. I swear to God, I thought it was Goldberg. Okay, because so so I was yeah so like I was watching it on my phone in bed because I was tired of. Oh yeah, it does kind of have that that was kind of watching that kind of thing. Okay, this is next. Okay, so I got one AirPod in and I have it on the lowest volume possible, and I heard that and I was like, oh my God, it's Goldberg! And then saw the crowd go like that. I was like, oh yeah, it's definitely Goldberg. <laughs> but then I saw Jinder Mahal. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, yeah, then there's, you know, there's the, the back and forth, the interaction. So what didn't you like about it, Riley? Uh, I don't Just. It just we were felt upset for Jinder Mahal. Like forced. Like it just wasn't smooth. It just, I don't know. It just didn't feel right and maybe like, it's just because uh, for the rock like, I mean, like maybe it's just because yeah, the rock yeah, just he, does his yeah, old he went over like seven minutes gimmick, or something like that. it's not yeah the segment know, went just, really long apparently yeah <laughs> like he, he kind of very took long more time than he was supposed to yeah yeah i mean his his little uh, the the stick with the whole you're a douchebag like yeah okay yeah, that was kind of like, i i felt that you know it was a little. It was. It, it was a little kind of childish. Whatever. Like it, it's the Rock, though. Like it's. Yeah. It's forgivable to me. Um, but you know, then there was the physicality. You know, he he put him down with the spine buster, hit the people's elbow, does that whole thing. And but the but the thing, man, like when he picked up that microphone and when he started talking about like where he wanted to go to dinner, and I was just like, where is he going with this? But then he hit that line, man. Or should I sit at? Should the Rock sit at the head of the table, man? Like instant goosebumps like the yeah. whole crowd oh like it just it, it hit everybody in such a way that it just man like it just it, it just like just set that instant shiver up your spine well, well like, first, oh my god we're gonna finally get it like it's gonna well, happen b- before that real quick some but then that led to you, like oh poor cody that or something oh, cody's like going back to AW. And he just so said cody like can't finish the oh, story <laughs> Like, I, he says something along those lines, like "haha, yeah, right" or something like that. <laughs> I love it. That's all he said. So, yeah, I do too. That's perfect. Uh, Listen, I'm I'm telling everybody. Well, he's gonna be on SmackDown tomorrow, so I'm really interested to see if if it it gets addressed there. And maybe Rock shows up on SmackDown too, makes a surprise appearance there. 
done it before. But I, I'm telling you, I, st- I still believe no matter what. I don't, like, yeah. And maybe I'm just telling myself this to where when it finally does happen, I'll be like, holy shit, shock. I still think Roman's going to be champion for a while still. I still think I, – I, I'm pretty convinced like he's going to beat Hogan's record. As long as he stays healthy, even with his schedule. Right. But I said, yeah. But even him beating Hogan's record still only puts him like third on the list. I mean, there's still two other people that held it longer. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I do agree. I don't think this is going to be a match at Mania. I think, I think this is going to ha- I think this is going to happen in Elimination Chamber. Like, I honestly think that they're putting it together specifically for that reason because that show. Is, but now, correct they, me if I'm wrong. They want to have a show, show gonna be for like that Australian show, time? and what bigger way to do it than to headline it with The Rock? So, and, so do you think they would put The Rock events? on a show like that that starts at five a.m. and like, you think people yeah, would actually get like up for I that? So. Like, but I mean, I think people are going to watch it when they wake up regardless. You know what well, I mean? Like, I, just, I, I don't I, see it being... Yeah, I, I, I was just trying to put that out there. It's like something like... I don't like, know. You I, don't, know I, don't, I, wonder... I, I don't think that that's been... They, they might. That that's, that's, I don't think that's going to be like... a consideration for them anymore. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think it'd be I think it's gonna be interesting to see like oh. when it happens, how it happens. But I don't think it's gonna be I don't think they're gonna stretch it to mania. I think it's gonna be and even if it does, will. man, like, I think they will. Okay. I was watching a, oh, a documentary, I believe it was, about uh the rock in his younger years. I think they called it the young rock. And uh Okay, uh, where he's Yeah, it was yeah. on T V. It was on T V. Okay, and then uh, right. young Roman Reigns is like, yeah, we need to wrestle. And the young Rock was like, no, that's that's more of a WrestleMania match. Oh, so, okay. I'm just saying. That's right. that is true. <laughs> so your your source is the young Rock. I'm sure it was true. All right. I like it. Where's top four? <laughs> um... <laughs> Not just top five. She's top four. Or Indy Hartwell. Um, but, but here's the thing. Okay, let, let's say that is the, the night two main event for WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes' story is not going anywhere. Like, his story is his story. It finishes when he finishes. Like, he's... His, it's not like Cody Rhodes is going to retire in a, a year and a half. Like, he's... He's going to be around. You know what I mean? Like, so for everybody to kind of like jump the shark, like, whoa, poor Cody, that means he's never going to get his run. That doesn't mean that. That just means it's going to happen at a different time. There's no timeline on when Cody finishes the story. This There's nothing that says this one that it even has more to be than last year. Like, so much WrestleMania in Philly like punk. in front There's of a, so many a, other know, that live crowd. Players, like, more so than even last year. Yeah, I feel like every year the rumble gets it's just every year better, better. So like, to me, it's almost yeah. like all right. Well, let's see what happens there. Yeah, because you got to add in people like Gunther and all this and that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, maybe that's not going to happen or whatever. But like, there, who's going to be in that final four? Who's going to be right there at the end and kind of like certain? And then who's going to be in cha- the chamber match and all this and that? Trying to figure that out. So, I mean, I can see Cody. Going against Roman and Roman retaining, and then The Rock coming out at Mania. Like maybe they just cool off yeah. The Rock until then. Well, and and then there was there was the speculation. Rock said that he wanted to be the head of the table. He didn't say anything about. The, the the undisputed championship. What he's talking about is is that well, I forget how they pronounce it, but that that lay basically that lays that's around Roman's neck. That's the head of the table. Like that that symbolizes the tribal chief. That's what Rock is challenging for, not the championship. 
So there could be a situation where, you know, let's say both matches happen at Mania, but maybe I st- I st- Roman Rock is challenging for the head of the I table, to be the tribal chief. He's he's challenging for for that for that. Uh, man, it's I've I've heard it pronounced recently, and I can't like, but. That that oh, and the end of the that's day, what I Rock is after. So the, the ma- that match no might not even be for the title, it, and it doesn't need to be. Like, you know, let's let's face it. We know Rock's not sticking around for a long run. Yeah, I mean, he probably probably is, but at the same time, but again, let's say Rock beats him. Well, down the road, that could be a return match. Like Roman wants to reclaim his spot as the head of the table or whatever. That that could be a way to bring it back down the road. But right now, like that's like like, like I said, that match is going to be such a big match, and especially if it's at Elimination Chamber, if it's not for the title and it's just for that head of the table, it's still going to draw eyes. It's still going to draw attention. It still had people in major media talking about it. Like I heard um, uh, a clip of Shannon Sharp bringing it up, talking to, um, talking to a basketball player on his show and stuff like that. Like it's, it's gaining, no, I get it. it's I gaining mean, the attention that they want to get the like, game. Okay, Cody takes like, the title. It doesn't Mania. have to be for the championship. Maybe to, then we get the Roman something. rock head of the table thing, honestly. Or we, or we get Roman Rock first at Elimination Chamber, and then you still have Roman open to face somebody at Mania like Cody or somebody else. Like it's, you know, the the, the precedence is yeah. there. Like it's, I don't know. Like it, it just, it's hard to say. But we already know Roman's spoken for at Royal Rumble, so it's not happening at Royal Rumble. We know that for sure. It, it's 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 past Royal Rumble, so it's gonna be Elimination Chamber, or it's gonna be Mania, or it's gonna be like you said, sometime after Mania. And they have other big shows. Like, they have a show mm-hmm. in Berlin. They just announced that uh, Money in the Bank is going to be in Toronto. You know, potentially SummerSlam could be in Cleveland. Fingers crossed. Let's hope so. Uh, but, you know, there, there's there's a there's a lot of time between now and then where it could happen. But they're planting the seeds. So I'm hoping it happens sooner than later. Because Rock looked like he was in good shape. Like, he looked like he was in more wrestling shape. He wasn't as inflated as he normally is for his movie roles. So, you know, maybe he's getting into that ring shape that he needs to be in to, to be able to compete for, for, you know, 25, 30 minutes with, with a guy like Roman Reigns. It really does. So. All right. Well, anybody else? Any opinion? Anything else I'd like to add on? Riley, would you be cool with that, though, if it wasn't for the championship, it was just for the head of the table moniker? Would that make more sense to you? Yeah, because like it doesn't make sense for the title. So I got like, so I got a little side thing for he's, us. And so just, so the next time we do in and out that quick, <laughs> yeah, so just a for challenge the table, for the gimmick man title. Sense. The two guys that don't win will then compete next month for the headboard of the bed frame. <laughs> Part of the bed frame. (laughs) 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 So the loser's the footboard then of the bed frame. Uh, (laughs) Oh man. Well, I mean, if it's between Jason and I, we already know who's at the head of the table there. Oh, who's that? (laughs) Jesus. Well, if you have to ask, it's not you. It's me when she's not around. Uh, I said between you and I. Oh, I got you. Jeez, I was talking about our final fantasy. Uh, fantasy. Oh, okay, yeah. Riley (laughs) Riley beat me in our fantasy football championship. So congratulations, Riley. So it was um, at the... It wasn't even me. My girlfriend ran the whole team. Right, she did. But, you know. So shout out to Maria for, for... and, and and it's like one of those things I couldn't even be mad. You just had the better team. Like I, I played my absolute best lineup. There's nothing else I could have done. Like it just, it's just the way the chips fell. So yeah. Trevor still hasn't paid us out the money yet. So I don't know when he's planning on sending that, but hopefully it's like, I doubt soon. it if he is planning on it anytime soon. I don't know. I was like, dude, just send out the money. Like 
I my my league that I have for my work, like legitimately Tuesday morning, I had a tech. I woke up to a text message from the dude who won. Like, hey, when are you sending the money out? Like, I was like, hi Ray, how are you? Happy New Year! Did you have a good Christmas? Good <laughs> <laughs> dick. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so congratulate. So Riley and I at the beginning of the season, uh, it was right around the time Bray Wyatt died. So I changed my fantasy football team name to Bray's Fireflies. Riley changed his to Best Fiend. So it was Best Fiend versus the Bray's Fireflies for the fantasy football championship. So our our tri- championship tribute to uh, to Bray there. <laughs> <laughs> so Best Best Fiend came out on top. So I, I I I it looked close for a minute, but then you pulled away and kicked my ass. So <laughs> then Rice had. He showed up in the second half. Yep. Yay. Yep. Yep. So, but all right, guys. Well, hey, I, I got nothing else. So, unless you guys have anything else, we can go ahead and wrap this up. We just hit our hour mark. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we found out that, uh, you know, last week's episode, I, I haven't posted on YouTube yet, but I, I probably will. But we found out that we can share video in this uh, new format that we're using to record. So, that potentially could lead to us doing some watch, watch along. So we, I know we had a request a few months ago for us to do a watch along from a, from a fan via Facebook. So I think we'll probably start off with that one. It was like an old wrestling challenge and we'll just basically, you know, let it kind of play in the out, background on mute. To we watch, might, you we know, track some audio it. depending on, you know, you know what's a terrible show like any promos or something, or something like that going on. The shit out of us or see how things were done back in the early nineties. Uh, Yeah, we can just have fun with it. So even if it's something terrible, we'll 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 give it a we'll give it a watch. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a whole show; it can just be you know like a, a match, <laughs> snippet, or promo, half a show, something like that. So I don't know if we're going to sit down and go mm-hmm. through like a whole two-hour raw, well, even like, a, you know, um, can, <laughs> favorite match or something like that, iconic match, whatever. Yeah. Those wrestling challenge ones yeah. are like a half hour, forty-five minutes long, or something like that. So nothing, nothing crazy, but. Oh yeah, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. So yeah, I'm always can, down during can, WrestleMania season to watch Hogan versus Rock because like, hey, just the, the whole atmosphere, the commentary, think. and everything like that just just uh, gets me every time. So, but uh, oh yeah, but we will not watch yeah. any. Could go back and watch old Royal Survivor Rumbles. Matches you know, the, tis the season for the Royal first, Rumble season, so we can definitely maybe go back Survivor and take series. a look at some of our like favorite Royal Rumble matches. Oh my god, just yeah. oh too long, especially especially the first ever. I want I want to say the first or second ever Survivor Series match where it was a tag team Survivor <laughs> Series match where it was like you had like twenty guys <laughs> and the entire ring was surrounded by guys. Oh my god, I, I feel like. One of those matches was like forty-five minutes long. Yeah, and, and I'm all for long matches, but not <laughs> ten-man elimination tag matches. <laughs> yes. I don't know why you saying that just popped this in my head, but it made me laugh, and we can we can end on this, but. Somebody posted a screenshot because, uh, like, today is like the 25th anniversary, of, like the finger poke of doom or something like that. So, somebody posted a screenshot yeah. of Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan squaring off in the in the ring, and they're like, "One, um, this was really stupid, but two, and, and it's real really quick, weird to see that wrestlers too, that can actually I stand watched, over top." Um, I actually watched it today. Somebody posted the whole match. <laughs> I was like, yeah, five minutes you know, of it. That's right. Actually, I think the post match angle was these than the days. match, but. Um, <laughs> Funny tidbit about that is that when they spray painted Goldberg's head, you know, because Hogan spray painted the NWO for life on his back after they t- tased him, uh, Goldberg blatantly told them, and especially Scott Hall, don't spray paint my head. Like, you can spray paint my back and stuff, don't spray paint my head because yeah. it's going to look stupid. So, what does Scott Hall do? He spray painted his head. <laughs> I know. That's what I kept Kevin Nash. I think Kevin Nash had a funny story about that too. He said, "What he should have said was Scott Hall, please yeah. spray paint my head." Yeah, tell Scott Hall not to do something. He's gonna turn around and do it. Oh. <laughs> and on the 
Yes. <laughs> and then when you flip over yeah. to the other channel, one of the greatest oh. moments and one of the greatest crowd reactions in the history of WWE when uh, Mick Foley won the championship for the first time. Man, that that pop when like basically from like Shamrock, <clears throat> from yeah. when there's a point where like the corporations out there, DX is out there, and Billy Gunn flies in and like lays out. I think it, it's Shamrock, it, it, and from it that went, it went from forward, like the crowd just to it like, goes from like yeah. a, like a if ten's like the highest, a, it went like from a like fever pitch all the way up when that happened to Austin's like music 14. hits. Man, the roof just comes <laughs> so. off of the place. Oof! Just dropped my mic. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I put a lot of butts in seats. Yeah. And then when and then when Mick got the pin, it went to like a, a seventeen. Like it, it it got even louder. Like it was it was insane. So yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show. Hopefully we put your butt in the seat for at least uh, an hour and five minutes to listen to us. Uh, if you uh, want to interact with the show, please do so hitting us up on X at Live Your Gimmick. That's Live minus the E, L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K. And then you can also find us on your favorite podcast app of choice. And uh, that's all we got for you this week. So unless you guys have anything for Riley and Kevin, my name is Jason. And, uh, and we wish you a happy new year and, uh, remember to always be a fan and, you know, not throw Wait, gas on a fire this, that, this will be my... you know, doesn't need to be lit <laughs> and always live your gimmick. The shocker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please tell me we're still recording. <laughs> Riley, Riley, did you see NXT? Did you see Joaquin Wild, uh, uh, Phoenix, or Joaquin Wild, like fly through the air? Oh, <laughs> without watching yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, I saw what? that. That was incredible, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was all Carlito. <laughs> now that's yes, cool. <laughs>